Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you are listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for May 31st, 2020. Wow-wee. Well, Koyo here. So very, very glad you joined us. We sure live in interesting times. It sounds like a pretty good euphemism. So much happening in the news, and I, we're... Prepare, we have prepared our next newsletter, uh, one this newsletter for the summer issue. And uh, I wrote an article about COVID-19 and I found a nice article online about teachings from the COVID-19. And it was very... Very well put, all these points. Uh, and, well, I have a main point to make here, but let me just give you an overview of this article here. Um, it shows that we're all connected. You know, the interdependency. Truth even uses the word oneness. Current situation quite dramatically makes the truth of oneness visible. And we see how how lives of other beings are interwoven with our own and all the interconnected uh, relationships. Okay. Uh, It says it's an opportunity to go inside. You know, it's a stay-at-home thing. Well, you can't go outside, then go inside. Self-reflection, introspection. Take a look at our our lives and maybe reset and uh, watch it here. Uh, stop. Look at our lives, reset ourselves, and move into presence. <laughs> Interesting phrase, huh? Yeah. Because otherwise we're so busy with uh, everyday life stuff. Uh, there's that one of my favorite quotes. Uh, don't forget what's truly important just because we have to deal with the merely urgent. I like that. Um, We can reconnect with Mother Nature. We could 
And it says, here's the one of the main points. Uh, it's not happy people who are grateful, but grateful people who are happy. So Corona teaches us to live grateful lives. Uh, so many things we just took for granted. You know, leisurely walk in the sun, uh, hugging a beloved friend or eating ice cream from a street vendor. So make gratitude in an intentional practice right now in this moment of uncertainty. And uh, here's a sentence. Let's be grateful for the lungs that serve us untirelessly. Grateful for our very ability to breathe in and out. Grateful for waking up to another day of fresh opportunities. That phrase is right there, of course, in the current news. Uh, it really the stark reality of the I can't breathe tragic murder in Minneapolis. Um, <laughs> talk about basic essentials. Uh, and indeed, we, we take our own breathing for granted. Huh? Um, so I, this article was very nice. And it also said one of the points is uh, corona holds the potential to be a turning point. Uh, why not consider it as a crossroads for human civilization? You know, uh, change our whole mode of being. Uh, consider it a, a paradigm shift for for living, for our lives. You know, when we see a teaching, I think we should always, in the back of our minds, have a little uh, a label there about, I want this to impact me, you know? Not just, oh, I'm gonna add this to my whole, you know, list of teachings that I like or nice quotes and stuff. But if we're moved, why not say, well, heavy impact, change my life, turn it around 180%. Before it was me, 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 now, it's still me, but in service and in relationship to others. Or something where we, we say, hey, huh? if we don't consider possibility or the open, be open to very impactful changes, okay, then we think that maybe that big change has to be out there and whack us over the head. No, great teaching requires Great listening. Yeah, that's another one of my favorite quotes. So, ah, uh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. We begin to, the last paragraph, we begin to understand that the system, quotes, you know, unquote, is not somewhere out there, but in fact, we are ourselves a system. Hmm? And uh, what is it that wants to emerge through me into reality? How can I make myself be the change that I want to see in the world? So nice reminder of essentials and what's truly important. Today's guest to give us a Dharma glimpse, Morris Secchio Sensei. He lives in Deland, Florida, and he was part of our LM3 group. And 
We're honored to have him give us a Dharma glimpse today. Good morning. It's nice to be here with you today. Back in the late 90s, I was working as a freelance writer, and an editor at the Daily Paper in Daytona Beach asked me if I would create the content for a tabloid-style special section for an art festival. Among other things, he wanted a profile of this featured artist who was a painter named Arthur Rayford. Rayford was in his 70s. He had retired from his career as a building inspector in Boston, and then returned to Florida, where he was born. He had always loved drawing and decided to start painting. This was not a hobby. His larger works were selling for tens of thousands of dollars and were included in collections at prominent museums. We talked in his studio, surrounded by his paintings. Rayford's style was influenced by African-American and Caribbean folk artists, but also impressionists like Monet and masters like Picasso and El Greco. His brushwork often echoed the pointillist Surratt, and it made his paintings seem to shimmer and move. Next to his easel, there was a small table with the requisite paintbrush holder and rags and things like that, along with a small wooden Buddha statue. And I asked him about the statue. Was he a Buddhist? He said no, but the statue was there to help him remember that his art wasn't really his. It came from someplace higher. He said he listened to Beethoven and the great jazz players while he worked for the same reason. He said great artists like that all got their information from headquarters, from God. He said he didn't mean God in the usual way that preachers meant, but more as a source of goodness and truth. But, he said, the better your work is, the closer you are to headquarters. I thought about Rayford one morning recently. I was drinking my coffee, and I looked up to see his print hanging over my mantle. He passed away in 2007, but he had given me that print. He had signed it on the day that I was there interviewing him. And it was a painting of jazz musicians. It looks really good over our fireplace, and it inspires me. It inspires me because of something else that he told me that day. He was telling me about his decision to start painting after he retired, and then he mentioned some other key events in his life that had caused, that led to kind of abrupt changes. And he said, sometimes life just stops you. Every time you get stopped, you get a chance to do something different. So from time to time, when I hit one of those milestone birthdays that end in a zero, for instance, or some other circumstance leaves me feeling for a while like I'm running short on options. I'll remember that conversation. Every time you get stopped, you get a chance to do something different. Well, that particular morning, this was uh, mid-March when the COVID-19 shutdowns were beginning, and I had looked at my calendar that morning and realized that every entry for the day was irrelevant. The classes I taught at the Y had been canceled. The events at the university where I'm a chaplain were canceled. Meetings were shelved. I couldn't go into my office to do my office hours. Less than 48 hours before, my slate had been full, and now I looked at my schedule to see what I was supposed to do that day, and I didn't know. There's a koan. A traveling monk stops at a monastery to rest for the night, and the abbot is talking to him, and he asks him, where are you going? And the monk answers that he's on a pilgrimage. What is the meaning of this pilgrimage, the abbot wonders. The monk thinks for a minute and then says, I don't know. The abbot looks at him intently and says, Ah, not knowing is most intimate. Life had stopped me and presented me with a blank canvas. 
And I knew that soon, probably before the end of the day, certainly before the end of the week, lines were going to begin to appear on it. Once the first line is drawn, the possibilities for that canvas start to narrow. I felt a little sorry about that, but that's how art happens. Someone draws the first line on a blank canvas, and then you go from there. I looked at the painting again. Rayford, with it, had paid tribute to musicians like Gillespie and Monk and Mingus. Those guys were great improvisers. They'd work with the lines, but not necessarily stay inside them. Instead, using the song as a framework on which to layer something beautiful, something unique, something individually theirs, and it was different every time they played. The key to great improv improvisation is to work within a given structure, but ultimately to play <coughs> everything for the first time, every time. To play every note as if it has never been played before. And the only way to do that is to not know. I decided I wasn't going to let too much paint, too many lines crowd onto this canvas that life had given me. I wanted to leave room to improvise. Of course, the realities of making a living and meeting obligations and all those things would make their marks. But I'm still determined to leave some white space on this canvas to allow some room for the intimacy of not knowing. Well, thank you for your attention, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you very much. Uh, boy, you know... Uh, great artists, uh, their work happens. They don't make it happen. And that's the experiencing of it. So, of, co of course, the, the work is coming through them, but uh, uh, they, don't, they don't have a feeling of uh, control. They're, it's flowing, isn't it? It's dynamic. Uh, and it could be expressed, as was mentioned in the Dharma Glimpse, well, comes from headquarters. <laughs> Interesting phrase, huh? Uh, and I thought of a nice way, to, uh, kind of a synonym for headquarters is beyond oneself. I like that phrase, yeah? for other power. It's not something necessarily outside of oneself. But it's beyond oneself. Um, of course, as Buddhists, we don't want to use the terminology God, which has a lot of, you know, uh, emotional and cultural baggage with it. But beyond oneself, you know. Um, and then the other thing I thought is the phrase "when life stops." <clears throat> one of my Nice words that I like is pause. Take a pause. Pauses. Okay. Uh, we have a, we're on our journey, and you know, there's quite often there's a lot of pauses. We ought to really make use of these pauses. Huh? We could be driving, and we, we stop at a traffic signal instead of just sitting there. Like a bump on a log. Say, hey, this this is a good opportunity for me to pause. How am I, you know, it doesn't take much to say, to go real deep. Say, hey, how am I living? How am I doing? How are my priorities? Okay. 
you know, uh, what's essential? How am I doing? How am I doing? (laughs) Pause. And light turns green. There you go. Uh, Pause. Or it was called a blank canvas. Or it was called don't know mine. You know, especially um, Su Wen Sang, a Korean Zen master, really became known for the phrase of don't know mine. And perhaps it started when he asked the student, well, you know, what did you think of the of the teachings here? And he says, well, said, well, I don't know. And then he would jump on it and say, yeah, that's good. Keep that I don't know mine. That's precious. Okay, go. Um, Zen mind, beginner's mind. Shunru Suzuki's famous phrase and very popular book that was written. Uh, in the beginner's mind, all things are possible. In the expert's mind, very limited. <laughs> you know, so that that is a very basic uh, prerequisite for our spiritual journeys. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you.